Welcome to the Sequoia Breeze podcast, a breath of fresh air for your homeschool. I am your host, Rebecca Lasavio. Today, I'm back with Aaron Emerson, one of our Clarksville homeschool teachers, to wrap up the subject of teaching your children to read. We've been tackling this for a few episodes, and today, for our last episode, we'd like to cover some bigger, more general ideas rather than the nuts and bolts of teaching your child to read, especially around reading aloud, a topic that is very close to my own heart and I'm sure you'll hear about in future podcasts. So, Aaron, talk about how reading readiness is associated with familiarity with books. Reading aloud to our children from birth is an awesome opportunity to expose them to language and opportunities to learn concepts about print and also reading comprehension. They're listening and um, falling in love with reading. All of these skills are really important pieces of reading readiness. And when they're little, they're trying to eat the book. They're trying to turn it upside down. They don't really care. But as they, you know, eventually they realize it's one page at a time. It's not turning it to the end of the book or you don't get the whole story. You get one page at a time. You um, have to hold it the right way up. And they begin to understand that there's a story coming out of these pages. Yeah? You're exactly right, Rebecca. So what you're talking about is something called concepts about print. One of the first skills that a child's going to learn is how to hold the book properly. In the beginning, they might have it upside down and backwards, and they're excited to pretend reading to you. Um, So once they get that book oriented in their hands and facing them, you can have them show you the front of the book and then have them show you the back of the book. You can have them open the book and then look at the pictures and say, point to the pictures on the page. And then have them point to the words so that they can see the words are the part that tells the story. After they can understand that, you can start playing games where you find the first word on a page. You can then find the last word on a page. You can look at um, finding the first letter in a word or the last letter of a word. Or if you're studying a letter of the week, you can go, oh, can you find all the Bs on the page and look for all the letter Bs? Um, another fun one to look for are the um, punctuation marks. So you can say, um, what's the name of this mark at the end of a sentence? And they can tell you it's either a, a period or a question mark or an exclamation point. And you can take the opportunity to um, read words or sorry, sentences with a lot of enthusiasm and expression. So when you ask something with a question mark, your voice can go up at the end. What was that? Versus what was that or what was that? (laughs) Depending on the exclamation or the um, punctuation at the end of the word. Um, So all those concepts about print, you can do in just tiny mini lessons as you're building their skill set. Or you can do it very explicitly over the course of a couple of weeks doing those, those little topics. But those are great skills that show reading readiness to then be able to Point to each word as you're reading out loud. Um, You can model that for kids as you're reading, that you take your reading finger underneath the words as you're reading, and your child will see that it goes left to right. Then there's a return sweep and starts over on the next line down, left to right again. Um, Taking a second to pause 
in between sentences is another good important skill is that the period means stopping the sentence and the words for a second. Um, I think those are all really great things that happen during read-alouds. I know that, you know, as I said, I love read-alouds. I love picture books. I love rich picture books. So I, one thing I do with, especially my little guy, but with my kids in general, is I will often let them choose a picture book. And it's probably that book about trucks again. <laughs> There's only so much we can learn from that book about trucks, but it creates a love of learning to let them pick the book that they love. But then the next book, I get to pick I get to pick a book that maybe talks about a certain season or maybe has beautiful pictures that I want them to come to appreciate and be used to. Or maybe it's a book that rhymes. Or maybe I know it's a book that has um, something about another culture in it or that fits within um, expanding their their world because that's the reason we're learning to read is, yes, it's something we all need to function well in the world, but beyond that makes our lives so much richer. And we can start with these books when they're really young, expanding their their awareness of the world. Um, and what comes with that also, would you agree, is building their vocabulary. You're right. Reading books is a great way to have authentic vocabulary come up and teach it in a meaningful way. Sometimes in a curriculum, people will pick something where it teaches 20 vocabulary words once a week and you do a pre-test and you do a bunch of skills and then a post-test at the end of the week. But they're not, um, they're t taught out of context. So when you can learn a vocabulary word with the stories that you're sharing with your child, they're going to internalize it more often. Um, and, and having a bigger vocabulary is important so that when they read those words as they're progressing, they know what they mean, right? <laughs> You're so right. So um, a child might have decoding skills to read a word like bovine, but they've never heard that word before. So to be able to define that new vocabulary word, then they can understand what the sentence is about. Um, so yes, building a, a rich vocabulary is really important because they might be able to decode a word and they still wouldn't understand its meaning without having the vocabulary piece. One of the funnest things, funnest, <laughs> one of the most enjoyable things I like to do is build um, a wonderful word book with my children so you can have it alphabetically as like a personal dictionary. And when they come across a word, in their independent reading, they can add that to their wonderful word book. And then we try and use that word at least five times during the week to really um, reinforce the meaning behind the new words. I love that idea. It's a really fun activity to do with them and help them realize how all these different words that they are learning. Do you Would you stick to only picture books with younger kids, with kids that are maybe four, five, six? At my house, we read chapter books out loud to kids, and they love listening to the stories and painting the pictures in their minds. And they get a lot of great opportunities for reading comprehension or listening comprehension mm -hmm. as they're starting out. And it's an awesome time to sit down and ask those W questions for your kids. So as you're reading out loud, you can stop and think, who is this about? 
what is the story about this? Uh, what is this story about? Why did the character do what they did? Where does this story take place? Those are questions that you can be asking as you're reading aloud to your child. All of those things that you just said increase a child's interest in reading. So it drives their desire to learn to read. But I just can't separate from all of that the life lessons that come from so many books that we read, the opportunity for kids to process this character's problems, and then that begins to make sense for some of their own problems. And I'm wandering into a different podcast, but no, I but really... you're touching on something. <laughs> so um, when you are reading out loud, you can make a text-to-self connection. And that's really valuable and an important skill. You can also make a text-to-text connection where you can see, oh, this character did something similar than another story that I've read. So those are important skills that happen with reading. And you're you're right. You can do a whole other podcast just on reading connections. And I'll just put one last quick plug in here for families. My big kids still enjoy picture books and my little kids listen in to the chapter books and may or may not catch everything, but they catch a lot more than I think that they're going to. So I wouldn't put real strict age limits on those things because they can be really valuable both directions. The last thing I wanted to cover before we are done with this episode was what are some of your top recommended curriculum? One of the most popular learning to read curriculums that homeschoolers like is the All About Reading program. We also have access to um, Explode the Code, which is a set of workbooks that can be beneficial for kids to use these phonics skills. Reading Eggs is an app that we have and have seen tremendous success for kids to grow um, in their reading skills. Bookshark has great decodable readers and a program that works for some families. But I would highly encourage you to talk with your HST and um, look into the all access curriculums that we have available as well. And those can vary a little from year to year, what's available, but there's always some great options that the school provides. I also want to encourage people uh, to look into the Sequoia Grove Lending Library. We have a lot of materials that are there, some perhaps early readers and things that you can check out just for a couple of months, but also curriculum that you can borrow for an entire school year or borrow for a month or two while you look at it and see if it's what you want. Because All About Reading is such a popular curriculum, I know they have several copies of each of the different levels. And so while it's a somewhat expensive program, you could borrow at least many of the pieces of it if they don't have all of it. And so don't forget to check into what the library has available because they really are a great resource. Erin, thank you so much for joining me for these episodes about teaching your children to read. I really enjoyed getting to know you, covering this topic, and learning so much myself as I have my little guy that's beginning to work on this process. And I feel much more equipped now that we've talked about it and gone through this process together. It's been a pleasure working with you, Rebecca, and I hope to instill the confidence in all parents that you can teach your child to read, and it's a worthwhile investment. Thank you for joining us.
Thank you for joining us today as we wrapped up our podcast series on teaching your child to read. I've been your host, Rebecca Lasavio. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas from us, we'd love to hear from you. Please email us at podcasts at sequoiagrove.org.